What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Lift to Live podcast. This is season four, episode two. And of course, your host here, Dylan Ignacio, accompanied by my accomplice, P. Morse. The one and only. <laughs> you. <laughs> All right, yo. Here, we got a lot of positive f- feedback from the last episode. Um, I think that's kid. the most feedback we've ever gotten on a podcast. And you know what's great is the comedy that came with that episode. It was all facts, and there was just the little punchlines, but it was all true. You know what I'm saying? Jim Etiquette. Jim if you Etiquette, haven't listened dude. to it yet, oh my god, you're missing out. Go listen because if the you want a good debauchery in that, yeah, a lot of just great. unbelievable behavior in that episode. <laughs> for real, I'm not even gonna lie. But let's get straight into it. Episode two. There we go. Start it off. Let's get into it. So something that I've been thinking about for a while bringing up, which I haven't, mm. um, we're going to go ahead and do that today. So today's topic is going to be TRT or unnatural versus natural. You. So a lot of people don't know this, but I am on testosterone replacement therapy and I have been for almost a year now. And Morse is all natural. All natural head to toe, except for my hairline. That's all natural. All the way back. That, <laughs> I mean, beyond down bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's not even a hairline, bro. It's, it's a hair curve. It's just a... It's bad, dude. Look like a Batman symbol. Let's get into it, dude. <laughs> so, so we're going to get right into it, right? So... TRT has been a hot topic lately. Um, at least I've seen a lot of it uh, on like a lot of the influencers that I follow and things like that. They've, they've all talked about it. Some are on it. Some are against it. Some are this, some are that. And of course, if you're in the fitness community, it's a big hot topic of are you natty or are you not natty? And then the amount of fake natties, right? Yep. So before I go into this, I'm going to put a disclaimer in here that I am not by any means a professional or expert in any of these topics related to health, wellness, fitness. This is all and has been since the beginning of this podcast, a direct reflection of my personal experiences. Um, I just want to say that. So when I start talking about TRT and all that, you know, I don't got a bunch of people going, Ooh, sign me up. I, I want to get juicy. You know what I'm saying? Like it just, <laughs> it's just, it's, that's not the way it works. So how did we get here? Right? How did how did Dylan end up getting to a point where he needed to get on TRT or decided to get on TRT? Like, how did that all go down? So I'm a I'm gonna jump right into it. So a few years back, um, I had a couple health issues that I really just couldn't hash out. I was living in government housing as a police officer. They had a deal, like a rent deal, and if you held security for the neighborhood, um, then you got to live there for free and it benefits that, right? Well, unfortunately, and I didn't know this, is I ended up having black mold in my apartment. And that black mold was causing me to have chronic sinusitis, which led to me having to have sinus surgery. But the downfall to this was that there was another issue going on underneath of the sinus problems that was being overlooked. So for about a year and a half, I was on antibiotics um, for, um, sinus infections, like 
almost once a month. So that ended up getting corrected. I had sinus surgery and all that, and that got corrected. And I was still feeling really bad, like really depleted, um, no energy, just, just super fatigued. Um, I ended up going to a new doctor because my doctor at the time quit. And he looked at my blood work and he was like, oh, shit, your thyroid levels are all off. If we don't get you on some medicine, I have hypothyroidism, by the way. Um, if we don't get you on some medicine soon, like it could be potential that you have to have surgery and then you're going to have to take a pill for the rest of your life. Um, so I was like, all right, well, sign me up, whatever. Um, and that helped. That helped a lot. Once I was able to get a good regulation, the, the fatigue started to go away. But I still had this cloud over me. Um, I still just like could not get myself together. And I was like trying to figure it out. And a buddy of mine was like, hey, man, have you ever got your testosterone levels checked? And I was like, no. And he was like, get them checked and, and, and see what happens. Because that might be why you're feeling the way you're feeling. And I was like, okay, all right, let me check it out. So I went and got my testosterone level checked at, by my general practitioner. And this is important uh, because... And I'll go into this in a second, but your general practitioner has guidelines for what they can issue TRT for, um, and a men's health clinic is different. So I'll get into that in a second. So anyways, I got my test levels done. Now, I don't know like all the math, you know, and all that kind of stuff, like when it comes to what's a healthy test level or whatever it is. But all I know is I got my test back and it was 380. And I believe the low is like clinically low. You have to be below 200. And they might have even dropped it. Basically, they want you to have one nut. Like, there's like any, if you're anywhere below 500, I'm telling you right now, you're probably feeling like shit. So, and then on the top end of that is 1100. Now, 1100 is, is not, that might be a peak of somebody in their teens, but most people that are in their early teens, um, and don't quote me on this, but from what I've been told, the early teens, or if you're a healthy, like uh, 20s and early 30s, you're probably sitting somewhere between, seven and 800, um, as the measurement. Right. And I'm at 380, mind you. So of course my general practitioner goes, you don't have low T you have 380. That's actually better than the 200. And I'm like, 200 is ass 380 out of 1100, which is the peak. I still failed that test twice over. So like, this is crazy. Like, what am I going to do? Now, how, how did they, how did they, did they just take just blood, blood work? work? Blood Literally work? just okay. as simple as going and getting blood work. And they looked at it. Gotcha. So I was like, all right, well, now that I know my test levels are low, I need to, I need to figure something out. So I hit my boy up, Ryan Blakely. He's the owner of Skulls and Barbells. He was a cop at one point, um, ended up, he's got a dope ass story, but basically um, he's been in the fitness space. He's older than me. He's been in the fitness space for like 20 years training people. So I hit him up. I was like, look, I got this low testosterone issue. And he goes, bro, I'm telling you right now, TRT, it'll change your life. Now it's a commitment and it's not cheap but it'll change your life. And then he told me what clinic to go to, which is Revive MD in Gaithersburg, Maryland is where I went. So he, he hooked me up and uh, they, were, they were fucking awesome. Met up with a dude named Keon. Um, he's awesome. And um, I had like a background noise and it like went away. That was, wait, was that the laundry? Yeah, uh, I think it was the AC. Oh, the AC. Yeah, like, anyway, sorry about that. That, that spazzed me out. My bad. So... Um, Ended up going there and they did blood work and they took like eight vials of blood and they did a body scan. And that gave me like all, like literally down to like my, 
like all my levels, like my vitamin D and like, you know, all the freaking supplements. Like I said, I'm not a doctor. I don't know. But went in there, got the blood work done. It was quick, easy, simple. Um, and then about a week later, I came back in to review my results. And they had this like nine page PDF of everything. It showed my thyroid levels, my test levels, my like micronutrient levels, like I was saying earlier, like my, like my vitamin D levels, my um, magnesium levels, like things you just would never think to test for, right? Mm. So I ended up talking to a nurse. Um, and just so you guys know, so Revive MD is not a general practitioner, like, like that. It's a men's health clinic, right? So I ended up going there. Um, and I shouldn't say men's health clinic because there are women that go in there for um, plenty of other protocols that they have. So I'm misspoken there. It's not, it's not dedicated to a men's, like they, it's just a wellness clinic. So um, I end up talking to one of the doctors there and he reviews all my stuff. And I talked to a nurse there and they review my surf stuff. And the nurse was cool. Um, she was like, Hey, look, these are all of the supplements I suggest based off your thyroid um, issues and based off of your levels. These are all of the supplements I suggest, whether or not you decide to go with testosterone. Now, mind you, when I tested, your, your test levels can go up and down. So even though I scored 380 on the last run, this time I actually scored 500 or like right in the 500, um, low 500s on this test. Mm. Um, and so I talked to her about all the, uh, the stuff when it comes to supplementation. And then I went in and talked to the doctor um, who's, who's responsible for scripting the, the testosterone and right. that protocol. Right. And he talks to me and he goes, Hey, look, 500, you're not going to die. <laughs> like, you know, you're low, like in where you should be for, you know, your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Um, cause I like to think I'm pretty active and pretty healthy. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, he was like, but that's pretty low. Like, you know, for somebody, you know, of your stature, I was like, okay, cool. Um, he was like, so it's totally up to you. There was no pressure throughout the entire process. It didn't feel like a sales pitch. He wasn't pushing me whether to go through with it or not go through with it. He was just like, Hey, it's a yes or no. Yeah. My, you know, he's like, I will say that, you know, and, and this is what I expected because Ryan told me this. He's like, if you do decide to do TRT, it's probably going to change your life. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Um, like let's do it, you know? Yeah. Now, Around the same time that I started the TRT protocol, I also stopped drinking. So know that some of the benefits um, that came from this was a mix between me not me cutting out alcohol and then also getting my test levels where they needed to be. Right. Which, for example, um, for what I'm scripted, my test levels now consistently stay in the upper 700s, like the high 700s. Mm -hmm. Um, and they've even told me that if I want to up it, I can, um, uh, but I actually like where I'm at now. So it's not like I'm on gear or anything like that. Like I'm not taking, you know, reckless amounts of testosterone. Um, I'm just getting it to a point where, where most people's testosterone ebbs and flows. Mine pretty much stays consistent mm -hmm. as long as I take my shots. Now, is this going to have to be like a lifetime commitment or yes. you can like stop and it's not going to. No. So this is the real deal about TRT because it sounds sexy or whatever. And yes, it does help with my physique. Yes, it does help me keep me lean. Yes, it does help me recover faster because my test levels are higher. Right. Um, now, if you were to compare my test levels to my little brother, I'm, him and I are probably about on the same page. Right. Right. 
So I reek whatever benefits that he has. Um, plus a little bit more because, like I said, my levels don't really fluctuate. Mm-hmm. So let's let's talk about it. Now, you've listened to me. Maybe you're sitting there and you're like, man, I have, you know, let, let's see. All right. I'll give you some examples. It's going to be a little bit TMI, but I'll give you an example. How do I know if I have low testosterone without going to get my blood work? One, it's not bulletproof, but one sign is that you don't wake up with a morning wood. If you don't have a morning wood in the morning, that means that you might have lower than average test levels. I don't have that problem. And I'm a, <laughs> you. So with that being said, let me tell all right, let me tell you, let me just be honest, right? This is fucking embarrassing. It's a real problem. This is embarrassing. I struggled with ED for years. And if you don't know what that is, Google that shit. I'm not saying it on the podcast. I struggled with ED for years. I struggled with depression mm. and not knowing that low T is a direct line to depression. Mm. Now I'm not telling you that I'm not, I'm not telling you that I don't still have like, you know, little fizzles of depression, but I'm telling you upping my T levels, it, it unlocked demon mode. Yeah. Like I, I might get anxious, which I've always dealt with. And you guys know that if you've listened to this podcast, but my depression, I'll pretty much took care of itself. And you want to know something else? I'm going to add something else here. Something that I've noticed change-wise. So, like, I, I caught myself going back through, like, the Live to Live Apparel Instagram and, like, your Instagram page and all that stuff. Just, you know, I'm creeping on the bull, you know? And I remember when you told me about the TRT at first, I wanted to see if I could catch it. So, I when you started doing it, dude, yoked, right? You were already in good shape. But they form. told me. They said, they Keon was like, look, when you're on this ship for, he's like, give it, like, six weeks. Yeah. He's like, after six weeks, we'll do another blood work to see where you're at. And I'm right. telling you, like, by week six, I was like, whoa. Yeah. Like, I, I like, mean, bro, like, I'm talking, I was like a, I was like demonic a. Demonic mode, bro. Bro. You were, you like filled out, but here's, here's where I want to go with this. Right. So I was like, okay, he's definitely, you know, it's, he, he needs it for a health reason. Mm-hmm. Right. He's not out here just fucking shooting TRT and then, you know, doing his thing. Yeah. But I found this video that you would do in the car, the little gym talks or whatever. Okay. Dog, your voice was dumb high. Yo, yo, I remember like that. Like helium. I remember that. High. I was like, hold on a sec. I was in there, gym talk. Yeah, you were like, <laughs> uh, hi, it's Dylan Ignacio with gym talk. I was like, yeah. hold on a second. Are yeah. you kidding me? And then it's just amazing how that shit works. And and that that's just my example. But I was like, that, that shit's definitely working for you. So bro. let's talk about the pros and cons. And because... If there's a baseline here, if there's anything you get from this podcast right now, it's not to hop on TRT. It's to go get your blood levels checked mm. to see where you're at, right? There's a lot of parameters that can lead to ED. There's a lot of parameters that could lead to depression. There's a lot of parameters that could lead to brain fog. There's a lot of, and of course, this is more <coughs> specifically tailored towards men when it comes to testosterone. I'm not saying women also should get their blood work done just as like a, just a roundabout. Right. Because you don't know if some of your mental health issues that you're dealing with are stemming from a medical issue. Mm-hmm. Right? I had both kind of jabbing me at once, but I'm telling you, once I once I figured out the physical aspects, it really made dealing with my bullshit a lot easier. Yeah. But yeah, hopping right into it. So, I'll go into benefits first, right? So, <laughs> like, I went from having no sex drive. My libido was very, very low. Um... And I don't know how I was in relationships for as long as I was back to back with people. I must have had a, I must have just been great to be around because there, dude, there was no activity happening in those streets, like it, like very seldomly. Right now, I can barely go a fucking three days. But 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. But Damn I'm just saying atrocious. that I went from literally having no sex drive to one that I've never dealt with before since I was probably like a Boy Scout. All right. <laughs> so, you know, like when my my shit first started working. So it it shot my libido through the roof. Um, it also, this is kind of, it's going to sound kind of crazy, but it, it, it made me stand up taller. Mm. So I had been doing therapy prior. I'd been doing journaling and all these kind of things, but I'm telling you, I still, my presence when I walked around was very weak. Um, it was very like, bento, like, you know, kind of like, uh, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't say it with my chest. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when I got on the testosterone, my levels went up. It was like somebody put like a really strong backbone behind everything that I had already learned and known about. And I felt very confident in speaking about it. Right. Where like, if somebody was like, Oh my God, Dylan, like you do therapy, you know, or, or, Oh my God, Dylan, you, you know, you journal or you meditate. Like instead of it feeling like, Oh, Dylan's a weak little bitch. So that's why he's, you know, doing these things, I was like, yes, that's what I'm doing because I know that's how I, I know these are things I need to do so that I can operate and I can function. Right. And I feel very confident in those things. Yeah. yeah. Boosting my test levels up to, to, to where they are. Like it literally gave me a backbone. Like it just stood me up straight. Right. Um, so the other thing is, was the depression thing, right? Like I've, I've struggled with depression and stuff like that, but I think that came with the confidence um like it and i'm not saying these are hand in hand i don't know if these are proven to be true or whatever i'm just telling you my personal experience is like my depression pretty much wiped itself Mm. now do i still feel all different emotions yes of course um but i know that like people who take actual steroids and trend and stuff say they have like a godlike complex i'm definitely not on that level but i definitely feel unless you know of course i have days when i don't but like a general sentence is I, I feel on top. Mm-hmm. Like I'm feeling pretty damn good. Right. Um, and then I guess the other thing is just physique wise, right? Like I'm probably sitting about 10 pounds heavier and leaner than I ever have. Um, that kind of just came with it. Now my, my gym etiquette and all that kind of stuff and, and my progression and the way that I eat and the way that I, you know, that has stayed consistent. Right. So you're not going to be able to hop on the TRT. You're going to notice differences, but if your ass isn't in the gym, you're not eating clean and stuff like that, you're not going to notice the same results I did. Right. Um, because I'm I'm very, I guess, I don't know if tedious is the right word, but I'm very strict with myself when it comes to certain elements. Mm-hmm. So there goes that. All right, let's talk about the cons. I'm going to go straight into these. Okay. No filter. No filter. I'm going straight into the cons because these are really important. And I know it sounds like I'm probably taking over this podcast, but that's just probably because the TRT, like there's not yeah, much for me to speak on, but we'll, no, we'll go into, I'll go into the natural, we'll go into it, here, the, the natural side of things. So the cons are important, right? So one, if you have to go through a, a clinic, it's going to be expensive. So just to let you know, straight up, I pay just over $3,000 a year. And that's paced out by bi- monthly for my protocol. And I will have to do that for the rest of my life. They, now, just mail, they just mail that shit to you? They mail it to me. Yeah. So I actually, because the clinic that I use is in Gaithersburg, I actually don't have to go out there, but for when I do my blood work. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, they will give me my results over the phone. Mm-hmm. And they'll let me know if anything's off. Um, so one is the money. It's expensive. It, it's a financial commitment. Right. 
longevity. You have to do this shit basically for the rest of your life. Now, I've seen TikToks and all this stuff how other people, you know, one guy took like, you know, a, I'm, I'm, I'm being sarcastic here. Took like a thousand vitamin D pills and was like, oh, I got off TRT. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. Um, I'm not risking that shit because I feel great on it. Um, but the longevity, like you have to commit. Mm-hmm. And what is the commitment, right? The commitment is, is that like for the protocol that I'm on is I have to take two shots, two and a pill twice a week for the rest of my life. Tuesdays and Thursdays is how I have it panned out. And, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of an idea of what you mean. What do you mean two shots? You're on, you know, you're on testosterone. What is it? So you're going to get, if, if you have a good clinic, I'll, I'll circle back on to why I'm saying it like that. If you have a good clinic, they're going to do a couple things for you. So they're going to, they're going to script you testosterone and they're going to dose you based off of what they believe your needs are for, to, to be healthy. They're not going to just pump you with like a shit ton of tests and get your levels all the way through the roof. Um, they'll be like, I, we'd like to, you know, like for example, Revive likes to see their clients like in the upper, upper 700s into the low to mid 800s, right? So that's where they'll put you, okay? Um, so there's that. Uh, the two shots in the pill, right? So I take, I, I have to take a shot to the stomach and a shot to the ass twice a week. Damn. Yes. It's a commitment. And people don't think about that shit, but like, that's a lot. Now I've got it down to a science. I've been doing it for almost a year that it takes me less than five minutes, but it's a process. I mean, I like, if you were to watch me do it, you got to take one needle off this needle and do this and do that and blah, 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 and make sure everything's sanitized. It's a process. I think I've seen you do it. Yeah. Not being weird, but like, so, yeah, I've seen you stick your butt before. All right, bro. I'm just saying. It's 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 but it's a, it's a thing, know. you know. Um, and I found out that some girls like doing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I'm saying. But so let me tell you what the shots are, right? So one is the bigger needle, nice. it goes in the butt cheek, or some people do it in the arm. You just want a big uh, piece of muscle, whatever, uh, for it to go into. But I, I prefer the butt cheek. So go goes in the butt cheek, and then the HCG, which I'm not going to go into too much of like what that is, but it's the human uh, chorionic gonotropin. HCG. Basically, let me, let me put this in the lightning's terms for you, right? It makes sure that your brain and your balls never stop talking, right? Mm. So the problem is, think about it. You're taking testosterone, which means that it's, it's a synthetic version of what your body produces. So if you're taking that, then your body's going to stop producing testosterone on its own because it's going to be like, oh, I have so much of it. I don't need to produce it on my own. And what can happen is that your brain and your balls stop talking to each other. Yeah, we don't want that. We don't want that to ever happen. So because of that, they, my clinic gives me that in, in, in the most, um, like, just in case you don't know, taking it directly into the bloodstream through a shot, any type of medicine or whatever it is, is the most effective. Yeah. So... Because I know somebody's going to ask, why didn't you do the gels? Why didn't you do anything like this? The doc was like, this is what we would give for the most effective dose um, or most effective way. And I was like, whatever, I'll, I'll, I'll risk it to get the biscuit. And I don't like needles. Even though I have a lot of tattoos, I don't, I don't like needles. So I take that and that's just a little insulin needle and it goes right in the stomach. And I alternate sides. You know, Tuesday I'll do left side. Thursday I'll do right side. 
Um, so stomach, butt, and then there's a pill. So as you know, if you boost up your testosterone levels, your estrogen levels are gonna gonna try to outweigh it, and they're gonna um, they're gonna shoot up as well. Yeah. So I have to take a pill um, that's an estrogen blocker on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Is Everything. It? So what I do is, so I'll give you a reason so why they make me do this. Huh? It's two pills a week. Uh, so right no, time. I actually cut the one pill into fourths. Oh, okay. And I actually end up only taking a half pill for like the entirety of the week. Oh, okay. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me tell you why, right? So the, the reason why is because like I said, your test levels go, they fluctuate and go up and down. If I took all of my dose on Tuesday, mm-hmm. by the time like Friday, Saturday hit, I would start like plummeting to mm-hmm. a low level of testosterone yeah so what we do is we break up my specific dosage and it's not really an important to share what my dosage is i mean you can dm me if you want to know but if you were to go to the doctor they're going to prescribe everybody something different Mm -hmm. but um for my dosage what we do is they take my dosage they split it in half and then i i pretty much dose myself with that like half on tuesday half on thursday so that my levels are always the same right so that's a commitment. It's a huge commitment. Yeah. And let me tell you what happens if you don't take your testosterone. Okay. So I got lazy and I decided for, um, for two weeks that I wasn't going to take it because I just got lazy. One, I was out of town and then the other half was just me bojangling around. Um, I didn't take it for two weeks. And ironically, right when I dosed again, or right before I dosed again, because basically the way it is, is that, um, if you miss, like if, say for example, if I miss Tuesday, I don't want to do it Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I'll just start back up Thursday. Yeah. Or if I miss a Thursday, I just start back up Tuesday. Yeah. Like I'll just have to take the L, but like, you don't want to get in this track where you're like mixing up the days in which you're, you're dosing right? or pinning, right? It's a popular term pinning. So I didn't do it for two weeks. And then ironically, it was time to do my blood work. So I went in to get my blood work done. And they called me back with results and they're like, Hey, did you stop taking your stuff? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, yeah. Cause your test level dropped to 120. And I was like, Oh, and that's, that's in two weeks of not taking it because you got to think about it. About a year of me taking TRT, my body no longer produces it naturally. Right. So with that being said, it, it, if you ever want to stop taking it, you have to slowly dose yourself off so that your body can pick back up. And then I know there's going to be questions about this. It'll only pick back up to the level that it was performing at prior to you starting TRT. Yeah. So it's not like you get off TRT and now you're at the upper, you know, the, the, yeah. the upper 700s. Yeah, no, you're going to, I'm going to go right back to 500 right, right, or 380 right. depending right. on the day. Right. So, um, and that's kind of it. Now this is the big one. And this is the big one, right? While I'm on TRT, I am infertile, which means that there is a very, very, there's like a micro chance that I could ever get somebody pregnant. Now, if you're a dog, that's good to go. But what I'm saying is if you ever want to have, if you ever want to, you ever want to have babies, if you ever want to have kids, you have to plan. That's something to think about. Yes. There's a plan there. People don't think about that. They don't take that seriously. You are pretty much neutering yourself temporarily. And you have to, unfortunately, when I want to have kids, I'm going to have to go through 
a period of time where my test levels are lower than what I'm used to. And that might throw me into a little bit of depression or a little bit of ED or a little, all those other things I was dealing with prior are going to come back just so that I can have kids and then, you know, go through with it. Yeah. Um, so there's that now there is, and I, I've been told this is a very, very small risk, but there's a, there's a very small risk that you could actually become infertile permanently. Um, but that's why the, the growth hormone that I talked about earlier, that's, that's what helped prevents that from happening. Mm -hmm. Um, which I appreciate. Yeah. So you have to think about that. So that's a big issue. And as a man, that's like the number one thing that you can, you know, provide to the world is, is, is next generational life. You, yeah, exactly. Your genetics. What we do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like being able to do that, being able to breed, you know, so that's a big thing. You really have to outweigh how you're feeling versus, you know, those kind of risks. Yeah. Um, I was in a bad way. And I'm telling you from my perspective, I would have never done it any differently. Mm-hmm. Because I feel great. Um, I really do. Like so a lot a, better than what I did. Right. Um, so here's a question. In regards to the physical, when you take the shots, does it leave like track marks? Not really. Um, I mean, when I was first starting to do them, like it would leave little bumps because I was just too fucking aggressive with it. Right. But now, like you wouldn't even know. Yeah. I mean, you just, you really wouldn't. That's just, the, that's a question. We're, we're, so uh, we're live streaming oh, okay. on TikTok. So my little brother's in live. Oh, okay. He, he might be interested in doing it just because his own story as well right. but he asked if he leaves track marks so so sneak that question it, it really doesn't i mean it really just so you think about it this way right you want to make sure that everything's sterile right even though all the stuff you're going to get like if you are is, is pre-packaged like yeah. i have like a little little container that i keep everything in yeah um and you're gonna have multiple needles because you need a, a bigger needle to extract the testosterone from the actual vial and then you put a separate needle on the one that you actually inject with that's smaller mm -hmm. it's, it's just a process right so um but the problem is is that any type of your you know you're piercing your skin with a needle right with a foreign object yeah so that could lead to infection now it's such a small prick it's probably not gonna do it and as long as you're using um alcohol wipes you're gonna be good to go but for me i was like kind of jabbing myself like not really knowing how to do it and that would cause a, a minor flare-up that would stick around for a couple of days yeah um it kind of looked like a bug bite gotcha. um, but aside from that no not really um gotcha so so overall overall right today this very moment how we feeling i will say let's go one to ten <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i'm up in the eights other than being hungry because and I, i'm telling you why is because Today's been a really productive day. Yep. Got a lot of shit done today. Dude. Woke up, took Mamu. For y'all that don't know, my grandma. We went and got breakfast at IHOP. Mm. Destroyed an omelet with some with some pancakes. They have protein pancakes now, dude. Dude, they know the vibes, I do. I got protein pancakes and I got egg white chicken fajita uh, omelet. Bro, if I eat a protein Fuego. pancake, I'm on the toilet all day, dude. I was Damn. I'm healthy, bro. <laughs> I mean, so I went it. from there and then went straight to Misha's little coffee shop because yeah. I'm getting my real estate license. Ooh. So I went there for a couple hours and, and did a did a module there. And then once I got done there, I went home. Uh, or no, I went to the pet store. And y'all know I got a bearded dragon named Chase. He's fucking dope. And Motherfucker getting big as shit. Yo, he's getting, getting on the TRT massive. too, bro. What the fuck? Well, that's why I got him new stuff. I got him new decor. I decked that. It was like, it was like MTV Cribs. Yo, I, I decked life. out his whole spot. That lizard he's living so the damn happy. life, dog. Yo, he, bro, I feed him good, man. He's just chilling Every the whole time. Every time you post him on your story, I geek because he's always looking at the camera like, what's good, fool? Yeah, for real. They, literally, they have the same face 24 7. <laughs> and I know somebody's going to ask, why do you have a bearded dragon? Why don't you get a dog? Why don't you get. I'm deadly allergic. Yeah. I'm deadly allergic. Can't do it. So. Way off topic there, but I'm feeling really good. And I think so main, 
cycling back to your question is because I got a nasty pump before coming here and that just put me in a really good mood. So, so there's one more question that little bro wants to know. What up? So he said, what about sleep? Um, he can't stay asleep for longer than an hour every night without waking up. So does it affect sleep? So like, how's your sleep? I mean, obviously with our shift and so I'll tell you, cops, so, you know, fuck yeah. So let me just but. tell you right now, if I'm going through something right, and my anxiety is through the roof, I'm not sleeping for shit. Right. That, that just is what it is. Right. Now, since I've been on my, my own little meditation, you know, trying to work on my subconscious a little bit, I've been sleeping like a baby. So in regards to TRT, but, how was but, sleep before and how was it after? Um, TRT specific. If you can talk about it. I don't know if it got any better or worse, right. to be quite honest with you. Um, but I will say this. Uh, let's just say you get your blood work, and let's just say they say maybe you don't need testosterone, but they say that there's other things in your blood work that are popping up. Like, for example, my magnesium levels were low. Mm-hmm. That shit can affect sleep. Yeah. Um, so, you know, making sure your blood work is where it needs to be could definitely be a reason why. Fact. And then also, like, um, you know, I'd be interested to know, like, are you waking up? like after an hour and like you have to get up and use the bathroom or like, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like there's so many different parameters, uh, between that things that are unrelated to TRT, but like, for example, blue light, all that kind of stuff or any really kind of artificial light an hour before you go to bed could mess you up. Um, or, or you might be able to fall asleep after scrolling through Instagram for a little bit or whatever you're doing on your phone, but, um, or not even just your phone. It could be literally just a light in the room or a TV. Um, it could affect your REM cycles. Yeah. So that could, that could be jacking you up. Sleep's so complex. Um, but, uh, if your little bro wants, there's a firefighter that I know that has a nonprofit for sleep assistance. Um, so they have like their own uh, protocol and stuff like that. But, but this is, let's just say a baseline TRT, no TRT, whatever you're going through or whatever you got. I think everybody needs to go get their blood work done. Mm. So I found out can, some things about me too. So, and just know when you go to your pr- general practitioner, they're not, when you go to your general practitioner, they are not going to test you for all the things that like a good clinic will. Mm. So you might want to suck it up, pay the whatever couple hundred dollars to go out to. And I highly suggest, even if you got to make the one-time drive, cause you can, you don't have to come in for your results. You just go in there for the blood work, the body scan, you dip out, go to revive MD. I do not have a, sponsorship with them or anything or anything. I don't get anything if you go to them, but they're just really dope people. Um, and they've been taking care of me. And so, and my boy, Ryan Blakely, who I said has been like in the fitness game for 20 plus years, like he sends all of his athletes there that are in need. So yeah, like hundred percent, um, check mm-hmm. that out. But, but yeah, so downfall, just to, just to recap that there's a lot of, there's a lot of positive. There's a lot of negatives. Me personally, it changed my life, just like Ryan said it would. Yeah. But here's the deal. This is the, the I'm gonna I'm go deep into this. I was told that I'm I'm very emotional because I'm a cancer. But I literally just told that last night. So <laughs> but with all that being said, is there's no one stop fix to all your shit. Mm. Right? There's no one stop. TRT is not gonna change your life in the sense that all your problems are going to go away right. or if you quit drinking it's not going to change like stop all your life's issues what i'm noticing because i've kind of got myself in probably like my peak health state right because i got my thyroid all checked out i don't live in a shithole anymore 
I have my own place that's that's a gorgeous condo that I bought, like, and I've got air purifiers in there and all that kind of good stuff. And and so I don't have to do, deal with sinus problems anymore. I got my testosterone levels where I need them, all this kind of stuff, right? So like on a baseline, I'm pretty damn good. Mm. That does not mean that my life gets easier. It just means that the clutter and the bullshit that was keeping me from my mission and my purpose was cleaned up a little bit. Mm. So... You know what I mean? Like you, like if you want to make your life better, like take care of those. Those are the defaults, right? right? Because think about it, right? Let's just say we have a baseline. Anything that is affecting your health or like your wellness is, is just putting you below the baseline. Right. So if you stop drinking, it might move you up towards the baseline and it might move you towards this. And, and that baseline, once you get to that baseline, that kind of puts you in like an average spot. Like you're, you know, you're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. But you look at like these high performers, people that, you know, and, and not everybody's like that. But if you're looking to be like a high performer, you got to know that quitting drinking is going to give you a leg up. But there's somebody out there that's never drank before. So they already have that leg up. Like your whole life can change. But as far as like progressing into your goals and things like that, that's like hit the baseline first. Boom. Now you jump into what you're trying to accomplish. Right. You know, if that makes sense to anybody out there. And I learned that because I literally thought, Oh, if I do this, my life will change. Yeah. Well, if I do this, my life will change. And yes, it did. All these things did, did change, but it, but it basically what it did is it set me up so that now I have a strong foundation to pursue all the things I want to pursue. Right. And life doesn't necessarily get easier. You know what I mean? If anything, I'm always active. Like I'm very hard on myself. That's why I have my routines. Mm-hmm. Like I, in order for me to function correctly, TRT, no TRT, you know, freaking whether I take my Synthroid medicine or whatever have you, if I don't go to therapy, especially this new therapist, love them. If I don't go to therapy, if I don't do my journaling in the morning and at night, if I don't do my meditation and during, you know, for my five minutes or whatever the program's on, I use the app Simple Habit, by the way. Um, if I don't do that, if I don't actively put my phone down and take my happy ass over to the coffee shop and start doing my real estate work because I know that's something, even though I don't feel like taking the class and it's like watching paint dry, looking at all these, all these damn PowerPoints, like death by PowerPoint. I know that the end goal is going to be better. If I, once I get this license and get that going. So it's not necessarily getting your life to be easier. It's just setting yourself up better so that you have more resiliency to do hard shit. Right. And then on top of that, once I'm smoked and I'm like, oh man, like I finally got done studying. I got all my stuff done in the morning. My morning routine's done. Once I get home, feed Chase, do whatever I got to do. Well, then it's time to hit the gym because right. I made that promise to myself too. And then, and that's just my day off. And then on my day on, like when I'm working, I got a whole different, I mean, it's all the same stuff, but I have to compartment. I got to do it differently because then I, ha- I have a 12 hour block that's kind of in the way of some of the shit I'm trying to do. Right. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I know I went down like some big long rabbit hole with that, but just know like none of this stuff is going to, is going to just TRT substantially elevated my life. Mm. Quitting drinking substantially elevated my life. Um, but it didn't, it didn't change it. It's not like, it's not like I, I stopped drinking and now I got a million dollars in the bank account. It's not like I, you know, I started TRT and now I have enough confidence to walk up to everybody in the gym. That's not really how it works. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I still have my insecurities. I still have little things I need to work on. I still struggle with anxiety. I still struggle with depression, but definitely not as much as I used to. 
Um, you know, you got like all these little things to hash out, but um, it's just giving yourself such a strong platform to work off of so that you can, so that you can attack everything else you want to accomplish. Right. You know? Fuck yeah, dude. Shit. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. TRT. It's all the TRT. Yeah. So, I, I mean, mean. Damn, we just said I mean at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much. That's the unnatural side. That's pretty much the uh, the unnatural side. And then, I, so the things that I'm talking about, right? Like, right? Other than the cons, because of course that doesn't happen with somebody who's natural. Um, I can only assume, you tell me if I'm wrong, is that some of the things that I'm feeling right now are pretty consistent with how you've always felt because you have good levels. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, I've, I got tested... Uh, I want to say it was last year after I got the second COVID shot because I noticed an enlarged lymph node in my neck. Uh-huh. So I reacted to the COVID shots like some majority of the world did mm-hmm. in regards to having a serious yeah, reaction. Yeah, rashes and, all over my neck and my face. Yeah, like that? every every symptom of COVID just from the second shot. Um, I did notice that in my right above, under my collarbone, there's a lymph node. So your body has lymph nodes from head to toe. Mm-hmm. And one of the lymph nodes was like enormous and it kept popping out over my collarbone. So of course my ass is on WebMD. What the fuck is that? And it was like Hodgkin's lymphoma. And I'm like, okay. You're going to die I'm ta- I'm ta- Right? And so I'm asking my little brother's girlfriend who's a PA, a doctor, whatever she is. She's the shit. She's like, yeah, you should probably go get that checked out. I asked my mom. My mom's obviously concerned. And she's like, yeah, we'll go get it checked out. So I go to my I go to my primary care. He's looking at me and he's like, yeah, I think that's just an enlarged lymph node. Your body, like lymph nodes take care of the immune system. They do all that stuff. And did you recently get a COVID shot or whatever? I was like, yeah. He's like, your body's probably reacting differently because all of that shit from that COVID shot on in one night for six hours, I thought I was going to see the Lord. It was awful. So it was terrible. They did, they did my blood. They did everything. They found some things in there. Um, my test levels were fine. They were great. They're where they're supposed to be. Uh, they also Curious, found, what was your number, if you remember? Was, oh, fuck me, dude. Uh, well, it wasn't low, and it wasn't high. I think it was, like, right at that happy medium. Um, like above 700? It was probably, below? like, right at 700. Okay. Um, I'd, I'd have to look it up on my phone. I have it in a file on my phone. But it found some other things medically. And that's where I got nervous. And there was some, I guess I have Lyme disease. Uh, that's new. Um, I don't know if it was dormant the whole life, but the <laughs> blood work said, ta-da, you have Lyme disease. So I had to take a fucking pill for a month, got rid of that. Um, and then there were some other things like white blood cell counts. and Gone that. Yeah. What? <laughs> Pause. Um, no, they, they, I was good. <laughs> I was good to go regardless of everything else. Um, so... No, yeah, I think uh, my test levels are fine. I recover fairly quickly. I don't have, I don't lose sleep. I think I go through all the same emotions you went through. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't know. It's uh, I'm a, I'm a athlete from the day I was born, so I know how to properly recover without cheating. Yeah. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. um, respectfully. Uh, so I don't know. We're all different. I mean. I am natural. I've never taken TRT. I've never taken any type of test. I've never taken any type of anabolic, uh, especially when you got to the pro ball level. They would test you, drug test you 
uh, randomly every two weeks. Yeah. Um, and then you got to piss in a urinal, and some guy basically gets on a knee and just looks at your pecker until you fill up a cup. So you talk about awkward. Yeah. Um, did that. I've always thought about it. I'm like, ah, I'm right there, but I don't know if I would want to go the TRT route. Why? Because I don't have that problem. I just don't. I don't. I don't. Like, there's a hype around it, understandably, right? right. Because you're everybody wants to get juice. levels. Yeah, you're gonna look better. Yeah, you're gonna. I mean, you know, for me, it was such a substantial jump. Like, if you were to take TRT, I feel like you would feel decent. But I don't. I don't. I mean, unless they up your dosage to like 200 points higher than where you're at now, right? Like, if you're sitting where I'm sitting, mm-hmm. right? Like, I don't think it would affect you for all the shit you have to deal with, right? The finances, the the longevity right. of it, the you know the the fertility side of things. Yeah, and that's something and just that's something I take into consideration too is the fertility side. It just of doesn't things. make it. Just honestly, like it just doesn't make sense. Like right. I I understand the hype around it, right? Like right. Again, um, we're, we're gym bros, but like we're not fitness professionals. So there right. are people out here where they have to look a certain way. Yeah. You know, and then also there's other people who they were on anabolics and now they're trying to filter off. So then they have a TRT protocol. Right. And that makes sense too. Yeah. Right. Cause you can't just cut all that shit out. Yeah. Culture, and, and, and you know, you look at like IFBB pros, that's know, like, yeah. they have, they have to do that stuff. Right. You can't be Mr. Olympia. I mean, here's the deal. Like I'm not be the size of a house. People are going to look at me. Right. And they're going to be like, Oh, you know, this, this dude is on TRT. That's why he looks this way. Right. And you're absolutely right. Yeah. I mean, look, if you want to nice. deal with all the shit that I have to deal with on the side and a lot of the issues that I adopted by by choosing this lifestyle, right? by all means, yeah, do it. You know what I mean? But let me tell you something right now. Like, if you don't struggle with ED or you don't struggle with, uh, like, brain fog out the ass or you don't struggle with, like, you know, these different issues that I had right. and, and, and the fatigue was unreal... Like if these are things that you don't necessarily deal with and you're a relatively healthy person, right? Your lifestyle might be ass and that might be why you feel the way you feel. Right. But I'm talking about like I had tried everything in the book before TRT. Yeah. You know what I mean? Other than not drinking consistent, like really like for a long period of time, which this month is my one year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, but what I'm getting at is like, your lifestyle might be shit and that might be the way you feel. I had already eliminated a lot of things that would have contributed to those issues mm-hmm. and eating healthy and, and, and trying to take the supplements that I thought were correct, even though I didn't have any blood work to back up what the hell I was doing, you know, um, exercising regularly, mm-hmm. meditating was something I did on and off. I've been very consistent lately, but more consistent than I ever have. And I think that's attributing to a lot of my success. But the thing is, is like, People look at me, and, and now that they know I'm on TRT or whatever have you, might be like, oh, that's why he looks that way. And that's why, look, man, hey, you know, sucks to suck, dude. If you want to go this route, then you go this route. Right. But if you don't have these issues, right, don't fucking go embarrassing issues, yeah. then then you, I wouldn't even think about it. Yeah. Because I'm going to tell you right now. Just work right? harder. I'm, I'm going to just be real, all right? Let me just, let me just be real for a second, right? Spit is, it. Let's hear it. Talk your shit. There's no difference in the amount of women that I was able to get prior to Mm. TRT and now. I'm just being real. Because if you still think that you're like a little soft bitch underneath all this muscle and everything, women feel that. Yep. 
and they know that. Yep. And I know that, dude, every once in a while I'm at the gym and I see a baddie. Shit happened today. Facts. I saw this girl. I was like, good God. And then little Dylan came out. Little Dylan that never was able to fool girls all through elementary school, through middle school, through pretty much all high school. Little Dylan popped out and was all... Like, the muscles didn't mean shit. Yeah. Because my mental was like going, she's going to reject you, and she doesn't think you're good looking, and nobody thinks you're good looking. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know those are demons that I'm still battling. Yeah, yeah. So, because of that, I know that it don't matter if I got six packs, tattoos out the ass, a beard. If if I, if I, if my vibes, like, I believe we all do put out some type of energy. Mm-hmm. If my energy's off, nobody's going to mess with that. Right. Let me tell you what, what... Hey, our energy was tough uh, last night. <laughs> our energy was <laughs> tough last but night. But let me tell you, right? Like, hey, here's the deal. When I have days like that where I'm feeling on top of the world and Dylan's feeling on top of the world, I have more success with women. And when I have days when I don't feel on top of the world, I don't have any success with women. Mm-hmm. And, and yes, do the muscles and the tattoos and the beard help as a, as a combined package? Yes, but you see these little scrawny dudes out there pulling baddies, mm. and it's not because... It's because their their mental game is on point and their energy is strong and confident. Facts. Facts. You know what I mean? Like, this has nothing to do with it. It's a certain aesthetic. There are some women who don't like men that are built like me. There are some women that, and, and that means we're just not for each other, right? I have a certain aesthetic that I like to, that I feel most confident in, in my skin. And that's this that I'm in right now. Yeah. But I also definitely understand that does not mean that every woman's going to find me attractive. Right, right. Or, or or even really give a shit that I work so hard on what I do. Yeah. Right? That's that's for me. That's the Dylan versus Dylan game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you're thinking about getting on TRT because you think it's going to get you laid or you think it's going to, you know, do all these little things for you, look, if your test levels are already on point or whatever have you, like there's really no reason. There's a lot of risk involved. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I do know at the end of the day, like even though I, I trust my clinic. Like I do know at the end of the day, like, damn, bro, like what if you end up not being able to have kids? Now, there's one big thing I gotta mention. If you've made it this far in the podcast, you are a G. Right now, I want to tell you right now because I know we, <laughs> ADD took over. We went way off course for a second, but let me tell you something very, very, very important. Okay, let's say you do have clinically low testosterone, to where your general practitioner is willing to prescribe you testosterone. Something very important, because I've seen this happen to my buddy. A buddy of mine is going through this right now. Although insurance covers it, and his treatment program is cheap, they have him taking one shot every 10 days. They don't have him on an estrogen blocker, Mm. and they don't have him on the HCG to make sure that his balls in his brain never lose touch with each other. They don't have him on any of that. They just give him one big shot every 10 days. And that's why he feels great for like three or four days. And then he starts feeling like shit because his testosterone testosterone tanks. Right. Like, he might be saving a lot of money, but, he but his get... protocol is nothing compared to mine. I told him, I said, dude, they are, they're going to potentially hurt you. Right. You got to go somewhere where that's their expertise. That's you go to a fun. clinic. Now, like, again, I'm a hyphen Revive MD because I trust them. You can, there's plenty of other clinics that are cheaper than Revive. I know that for a fact. There are people paying a fraction of what I pay, but I, I, I'll pay whatever I got to pay for what I'm getting. All right? Because this is, no, this is no joke. I don't think you should just fuck around with putting needles in yourself. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and, 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 and throwing off your 
natural ability to to produce. <laughs> like that shouldn't be played with. Right? Like I will pay the extra. So just know that if you go to your general practitioner and you have clinically low testosterone levels, they may or may not know what the hell they're talking about when it comes to actually giving you what you need to boost your levels. Right. I'm going to tell you right now, and I'm no expert. Hey, look, go vet this somewhere else. But if they're giving you one dose, I take two doses every throughout a seven-day period. I can only imagine what I'd feel like if I took one big dose every 10 days. You fucking mess. I'd be low, because you got to think of how far you drop. I'm not going to just drop to the 500, which is the max I ever tested. I'm going to drop below that Yeah. because my body's not naturally producing it. Right. It's going to drop below that for a certain amount of time before I get my next big dosage. Yeah, yeah. So, and, you know, so, look, to each their own, TRT or Natty, let me tell you something. This is my personal opinion. If you're in Morse's position, there's no fucking reason for you to be on TRT. I take creatine. Now, if you, me too. <laughs> that's it. Creatine, baby. Creatine, if you ain't taking creatine, you're... Five, <laughs> creatine ten, five, five ten grams a day, baby. Hey, five in the morning, it. five before that's bed. It. So... That's all I do. Creatine. A little pre-workout here. Where you at? Make sure you drink your water. Yeah. yeah but here's the deal. Bit. Like, if you... I mean, and I can't speak for those who are in the fitness space. I might have a fitness company. I might have, you know, a fitness podcast. So I don't understand what it's like to have all that pressure on you to have to feel to compete with all these other athletes, you know, for that. I don't deal with that pressure. Yeah. So if you're in that world, this may not, this may not be the podcast for you. Right. But as the general Joe Schmo who likes to go to the gym and likes to look good and likes to work hard and likes to clear their mental, you know, and is trying to elevate themselves, if you're able to perform like Morse does, then there's no reason to get into it. Right. But if you have an issue like me, where you're so fatigued, where you where you have no libido, you know, and, and you can't even perform when you have libido. Right. Like, if you have those issues, this can correct that. Yep. But it comes with a consequence, right? Yep. So I hope that explains everything when it comes to TRT. Um, this is not the fight between Natty and TRT or anything like that. It's just choosing what's best for you. And I think that I have not, not that I was even trying to hide it. I just haven't openly stated to, you know, everybody that I'm on TRT. So if you have any questions about it or you want to know anything about the clinic, or anything like that, reach out to me via Instagram, dl.ignacio, I-G-N-A-C-I-O. It'll be tagged in here as long as, as well as Morse's. Or if you already follow Morse on TikTok, have him, hit him up and ask, you know, for me or whatever. And I'll I'll send you everything I can do. Because let me tell you, like, for me personally, it it did, it did change my life. It did wonders, bro. Right? It, it, It put me where I should have been a long time ago yeah. so that now I can continue to elevate. Facts. Now I'm going to get into my segment. And this segment's going to get a little serious here, so I'm going to turn off the comedy for a sec. Um, are you able to pull up my Facebook account on your phone? Um, we're going to get into my portion of the Lift to Live podcast, um, the Officer Down Memorial page. This is something that I say every episode. That I started, I believe it was in season two uh, or right near the end of season, our first season of this specific podcast. Um, but the media 
doesn't really um, talk about those that have lost their lives in the line of duty. And what I mean lost their lives is killed in the line of duty. If it's uh, any type of line of duty death when they're working, um, th that's a line of duty death. COVID took a lot of people out. And recently, this past week, it I try not to express my opinions on social media as much because I do have a I am a police officer and nobody wants to fucking hear it come from a police officer. But I think it's important that somebody in this field speaks up for other law enforcement officers. And I'm getting a little my heart rate starting to go up a little bit because it bothers me. It bothers me a lot as to how and why the public looks at us as these demonic people that go out there and just fucking do the wrong shit every day. We put our lives on the line the second that we wake up and go into our 12-hour shift. And sometimes those shifts are not even 12 hours long. They're 16, they're 18 hours long. The shit that we see on the streets is traumatizing. I've been on the street three years. And I've seen more, more things than I could ever imagine that I hope nobody in this profession sees. This past week, 15 police officers were shot in the line of duty. 15 in one week. I created a Facebook post the other day, and I'm going to read off some stats. My Facebook post uh, was posted two days ago. And on that specific day, I have the officer down memorial page app on my phone. Um, a lot of law enforcement officers have this app. That app fucking notified me of a line of duty death three times in a span of six hours. So I'm going to read my Facebook status and I want every single person that lives, that listens to this podcast, law enforcement or not to pay really fucking close attention. My Facebook status reads as this, I'm getting real upset seeing the officer memorial page app notify me of three line of duty deaths. I got three notifications today. Now I posted this two days ago. It's Sunday. So I posted it on Friday. The war on cops is real and it has to stop. It has to. Please excuse my language. This week, what I mean by this week was it's Sunday, so the last couple of days. A Greenville, one Greenville PD in Mississippi police officer was killed when a suspect shot at her during a vehicle pursuit. A couple days before that, three Philadelphia SWAT PD officers were ambushed serving a homicide warrant. Fortunately, all survived in that. Why that motherfucker is out free in the public with a homicide warrant when he had been previously arrested and jailed before beats me. The other day, two Bristol, Connecticut PD cops were ambushed responding to a fake 911 domestic call. A fake 911 domestic call because that motherfucker wanted to kill police officers. Two of them, and I'll read their names here soon. Two of them were killed instantly. One was transported and died on the way. A Connecticut state trooper who also responded to that call was shot multiple times. And thank God he is still alive and with us today and he's recovering. And matter, as a matter of fact, I'm fairly positive I just saw a video of him walking out of the hospital in crutches. Walking. 
I finally got a notification of a Las, a Las Vegas Metropolitan Police officer who was also killed responding to a domestic where the suspect had ambushed him while he was sitting in his vehicle. Coward shit. As of today, 190 police officers have been killed in the line of duty this year in 2022. 56 of those have been by gunfire. I got this statistic off the, off the Fraternal Order of Police statistic. Minus the names that I had mentioned above, and this was two days ago. As of September 30th, and this website that I got it off is legit. This isn't just some bullshit website. As of September 30th, 252 police officers have been shot. 63 of those incidents have been ambush-style attacks, resulting in 93 cops shot, which killed 24. And again, that's minus the cops that I just mentioned above. I ended this Facebook status because I was sitting alone in my house. And we've talked about this before in one of our episodes. So you want to be a cop. I now sit here and say this in front of you that I do understand why some people don't want to join this profession. And that's with all due respect. And if you don't want to join this profession, that's okay. There's other things in life to do. It takes a special person to do what we do every single day to wake up. And you know, I think about it every day. When I wake up and go to work, that's going to be the last time I walk out of this fucking house. It could be the last time I text my brother. It could be the last time I text my mom and dad. And as of this past week, that realistic possibility is, is starting to hit me a little bit harder. Well, it's always been kind of like a, a corny. Yeah. It's, all, it's, it's always been kind of like a half-assed joke, right? Like if you say that, right. you know, it's like among other officers, right? Other, right. other people. But among other officers, because we have a bravado thing about them. It's a right. type A shit. But, you know, saying that was always kind of just like, oh, you're soft. You're yeah. soft for saying that. But looking at the numbers Bro, and the that statistics, was just, like that's some real, that's, that's real. As of September 30th, 252 have been shot. That's almost one a day. It's fucking crazy. Um, Now I'm going to go to the, where's your uh, app? Oh, I got it, I got it. Um. I'm going to go to the Officer Down Memorial page and read off the names of those that have lost their lives um, from the last time that I had spoke about it. Um, it's just, it's, I can feel my heart like in my neck right now. It's something that, uh, I don't know what it is, man. I don't know. It bothers me a lot, dude. Every time that my phone notifies me of anything, if it's a text, like the second my phone makes that noise, I, I automatically, I just think it's that page. It's that note. It's that officer down memorial page. Um, I think you, Oh, this is the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I just got to find it. Hate how it says current year honorable. All right, here we go. Wait, wait, wait. All right, that was January. All right, I'm gonna scroll down. Sorry, we had to pull up the page real quick. Um, it's just uh, there's a lot of names. That's the unfortunate thing. I got I just scrolled forever. Okay. <clears throat> All right. I'm gonna read off the names. Oklahoma City Police Department in Oklahoma, end of watch, Thursday, September 29th, 2022, Sergeant Megan Burke. Her cause of death was automobile crash. 
Captain Terry Randall, a.k.a. Turtle, Arnold, Cook County Sheriff's Office in Georgia. End of watch, Monday, October 3rd, 2022. Cause of death was a medical emergency. This next officer I'm about to read off is 22 years old. 22. Married. Just had a baby, I think. Deputy Sheriff Blaine Lane, Polk County Sheriff's Office in Florida. End of watch, Tuesday, October 4th, 2022. Cause of death was gunfire, inadvertent. They were serving a warrant. Suspect came out, uh, showed a weapon. Um, Officers gave fire, and one of the other officers he was with uh, accidentally shot him. 22 years old. (laughs) Deputy Sheriff Sidney Carter, Sedgwick County Sheriff's Office in Kansas. End of watch, Friday, October 7th, 2022. Her cause of death is an automobile crash. This is the Greenville PD officer that I was talking about earlier that was in a vehicle pursuit that was shot and killed while in pursuit. It's investigator Myesha Brianna Stewart, Greenville PD in Mississippi, end of watch Tuesday, October 11th, cause of death gunfire. <sighs> the next two officers are the our partners. These are the two that were ambushed responding to a fake 911 call. Sergeant Dustin DeMonte, Bristol, Bristol PD in Connecticut. They were both killed on Wednesday, October 12th by gunfire. Dustin is married with two kids and he's expecting one. One's on the way. <laughs> Police officer Alex Hamsey, Sergeant DeMonte's partner, also killed Wednesday, October 12th, cause of death gunfire. The Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department, Nevada, police officer Truong Tai. End of watch, October 13th, 2022. Cause of death, gunfire. He was also ambushed when the suspect opened fire out of his vehicle. I'm going to scroll through the canines. See if there's any canines. There is a new canine. Canine Figo, Georgia State Patrol in Georgia. End of watch, Friday, October 7th, 2022. Cause of death, gunfire. To those officers that I just read off and the 190 officers that have lost their lives this year, 190, your lives mattered. Thank you for serving and protecting your community. My thoughts and prayers go out to you, your family the community that you served, your agency, and anybody who's ever known you. I watched video on Facebook the other day of Deputy Blaine Lane's sister give a eulogy, and I fucking cried for 10 minutes. I can't even watch this shit, dude. I don't know how it popped up. I think it's just because of some of the things that I follow on Facebook. Um, yeah, I specifically don't. I mean, it's it's, I it's mean, tragic, dude. I can't, I don't even, I'll be honest, like, if it wasn't for you doing this, I probably wouldn't even be aware of half of what's going on it, because it, I've I've separated myself from it. I know it sounds fucked up, but like it, I think it's like a a defense mechanism for me to like keep the peace within my own brain with to my, my own two ears. Yeah. Um, especially with like my back and forthness with the profession, like 
if it wasn't for this. And I understand that some people listening, I don't even care if you get to this point of the podcast and you just decide to turn it off. I understand. But we're going to keep doing this shit because... Every day, baby. That's what we do. Because that's just what we do. And because it, it needs to be known about, you know? Um, there's a real war against us in our profession right now. People don't give a shit. No. And they don't give a shit about you. And they don't give a shit. And they damn sure don't give a shit about us. So, you know, and just understanding that. And and we don't do this asking for some special thank you, pat yourself on the back, do whatever. It's actually more so for you guys that don't know to maybe get a little bit of an idea and to hopefully instill hope um, or, you know, some type of camaraderie amongst those who may be serving who listen to this. Because as long as we're doing this, those names are going to be recorded in an audio file and can be replayed as much as anybody wants to hear. Because all too often, it just goes in the dust. And like I said earlier, like they would go in the dust with me because I don't even really follow a lot of police pages. Um, I, don't, I purposely don't watch a lot of content regarding our profession. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, that's just some people like that. Like they think it's cool. I, I love watching videos where the officer wins, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, but, you know, seeing all that, like I remember the last time I had a breakdown um, in regards to something like this is when uh, the officer and and I'm going to I'm probably going to get this wrong. It was the officer in Manassas. Was it Manassas or was it Woodbridge? Was it recent? No, 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 no. Oh, this the, is this is probably like four years new ago. Officer? She was brand new. Prince William County. Prince William County, right? First day. Uh, first day. Training. Training domestic. Open. Uh, dude opens up fire with AK, and and I fuck. I was in the Safeway parking lot and just lost my shit. Like couldn't even go inside. Day one. Um, and you know. My apologies for not remember the agency. I honestly didn't even really pay attention to, to I the agency. That I was, it was just one of those kind of like with you with Facebook. Yeah. I was scrolling through and I saw the uniform. I saw the person. I kind of read like a little glimpse and I was like first day and just fucking lost it. Yeah. Um. So it's very real out here. It's very, very real. It's very I, real out here. And I like urge I said, people. I urge people to, if you're curious about the profession, reach out to your local agency. Yeah. Go on a ride along. Yeah. Get involved in volunteer work. I know yeah. we do a uh, community policing academy, and I think there's requirements after they graduate. They got to do some volunteer work or something like I'm that. I'm not really sure. How that I don't works. know how it works, but get but, involved. Um, and yeah. if you ever have time, I'm going to end it right here with my stuff. Take a moment. If you, if you ever get the chance, go to police week. Go to the law enforcement down uh, Memorial in D.C., Go to and, the museum. Yeah, go to Tent City. Go to Tent City. Look at, to go to the memorial to see all the names and then see the families from all over the world. I'm talking, there's agencies from every, dude, there was Australia PD, Sydney PD. I mean, there's, they're all out there. They all come for this one week of events to honor the fallen canines, police officers mm -hmm. from way back when, Policing became a thing. Mm -hmm. Families show up and to see the emotion, the heartbreak, the pride, it, 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 it's going to, it touches you. It, it'll really make your heart flutter and it's a beautiful sight to see. Um, 
and and you know everybody, I I'm not saying everybody every police officer out, out here is the shit. There are there are some bad ones. We get it. I get it. Um yeah. You know, that's yeah, that's the that's unfortunate. All the all this should do is all this should do is like especially for officers that are we end up going all down this damn rabbit hole but when other officers hear about these happening at such a drastic rate it should make you want to kick your ass in gear you know put the fucking beer down start doing some sprints draw that firearm a few times pick up that side alignment sight picture like getting all those things all those habits down yeah like get that down get that down because you don't want to be caught in a position where, like i want every like if there's an officer listening right now is that we don't fucking lose right that's the mentality is that true of course we lose you you read the law you've heard the names we do lose sometimes but that shouldn't be your perspective is i'm gonna win i'm going out gun blazing I'm going to put my best foot forward to ensure that I survive and other people around me who I need to protect. Like that should get your ass in gear. If you're, if you've decided to do this profession and that's all I got to say on that is that this should light a fire under your ass. Hey, live to live, baby. Let's watch fucking your get six, it. Man. Literally <laughs> watch your six, watch your family six, watch your partner six. That's right. Watch the community six, man. That's it's, it. it's a fucking danger. Oh, and I forgot one. He wasn't killed in the line of duty. It was an off-duty officer who was killed in Raleigh, North Carolina. Active shooter. Doing his part to try and protect those around him. He yeah. lost his life in the process. And I think one that was working was injured. Yeah, I'm going to lie, man. I've never been a real gun-ho person. Now, when I was preparing for the process of special operations, I was definitely doing a whole lot of shit a lot of draws a lot of stuff like that and i was able to boost myself up to what our department qualifies as an expert shot but as of lately dude i'm carrying everywhere yeah <laughs> i mean this everywhere and not even and not even necessarily because of myself like for me right i just i can't help but think that i'm sitting somewhere and something breaks bad and i and i'm defenseless i can't do anything to help anybody my pops told me he went to the mall in Tyson's the other day. Uh-huh. I'm like, why? They had two shootings there, you know, two months ago, bro. Pops is fucking pops John is Wayne with Pops is yeah. rolling in there, you know, ready to ready to go off, dude. No, but like, yeah. I mean, that's just it. Like, I haven't gone to the mall. I haven't gone to a movie theater. You know, I'll go out she public. Makes me anxious, dude. I go out in public and stuff like that. To, but I'm, where we go yeah. out, there's mm-hmm. PD everywhere. It'd be stupid to do something there. Yeah, but it's not even about uh, that, man. You already, yeah, you already know it just, all it takes is that whoever's doing that crazy shit isn't rational in the first place. There could be three thousand cops there, and they'd still try some shit. Yeah, but yeah. Anyways, this is a long ass episode. Sorry about that. If you made it this far, thank you. Appreciate you listening. Appreciate you, and um, uh, we love you. We'll see yeah. you in two weeks. This episode's gonna what drop tomorrow? Yeah, Tuesday. It's coming out. It's, it has to come out. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. All right, stay blessed, everybody. Peace and love, baby. Deuce.